0: How to Kill Your Family by Bella Mackey, a review. Almost spoiler alert. Although I tried to avoid the reviewing sin of revealing too much, I do touch on aspects of the story which might spoil the enjoyment for some people. There's the reading the do I buy decision first. The cover is pink as if a rom-com. I turn to the back cover, as like many other potential readers do. The marketing there is intended to capture a punter's interest in a few sentences, or plugs. In this case, both. Deliciously dark, compulsive, chilling, but also laugh-out-loud funny. Hilarious. Meet Grace Barnard, daughter, sister, serial killer. Grace has lost everything and she will stop at nothing to get revenge. The prologue. I turned back to the first pages, the prologue. This is designed to clinch the sale. It promises enough. The narrator, that's Grace Bernard, who admits, I have killed several people, some brutally, others calmly, and yet I currently languish in jail for a murder I did not commit. We learn that she is writing a book while serving the prison sentence for a crime she hasn't committed. Why? Why not? To pass the time is the explanation she gives. That already requires a certain willingness to go with the flow. But isn't that what we do with a page turner? Good. I thought so. I've read on. The story of revenge on a grand scale. It unfolds pretty much in line with that buck page promise. There are inevitable flashbacks, but the writing has an intelligence to it which has momentum in the sense of it being a page-turner. I turn the pages. I now find myself describing the experience to friends. Yes, I am hooked. The humour claims... Is it turning out to be chilling but laugh-out-loud funny? Not quite for me. The sustained tone is that of an intelligent, unsentimental narrator offering a view of the world of far lesser where others, mostly men, for whom there's hardly a constructive insight to torn down the cool to icy appraisals. There is throwaway humor. She, the narrator, that is Grace Barnard, compares her imprisonment with that of Oscar Wilde. How his writing, This wallpaper and I are fighting a duel to the death, either it goes or I do, is undeniably good, she says. But he was also an educated white man, so the bar for genius isn't set impossibly high here. Much of her disdain is aimed directly at Guardian reading stereotypes and the extremely privileged. Clinical Explanations According to the Birmingham University researchers, it turns out there are four types of family annihilator. The self-righteous family annihilator, the disappointed family annihilator, this killer sees family as simply an extension of his own needs, desires, hopes and aspirations, the anomic family annihilator, the paranoid family annihilator. With my limited knowledge of the literature, I would place Bellarmacchi's creation, Grace Barnard, into the anomic category. The term comes from the important sociological theory of anomie by Emile Durkheim, in which society is beset with a depressing mood of existential futility. Anyway, Grace Barnard is presented as an intelligent, attractive, mostly engaging companion, unless, of course, she is what is known as an unreliable narrator. But I leave that in as a possibility. Her childhood traumas result in her obsessive intention to avenge her misfortunes. These she attributes to her heartless, philandering father, Simon, with indirect reinforcement from other secondary members of the family, Hard as far as she is concerned with the same brush. Regardless, she decides their deaths would add to the pain her actions would inflict on Simon. So that's the way it's going to be. I find myself wrestling with issues of the justification of revenge. It's the same sort of feeling I had watching the enormously successful drama recently of another psychopathic murderer, Vilnius, in the TV series Killing Eve. Other reviews have grumbled about the similarity in plot to that of Kind Hearts and Coronets, a much-loved English black comedy film. If so, Kind Hearts and Coronets did a similar borrowing from a much earlier novel, The Autobiography of a Criminal, 1907, by Roy Horniman. This is about Louis Duscoin mazzini the son of a woman disowned by her aristocratic family for marrying out of her social class. After her death, Louis decides to take revenge on the family and take the dukedom by murdering the eight people ahead of him in the line of succession to the title. Even Shakespeare is often dismissed as a plot bandit, even assuming he wrote the plays himself. I leave such debates to those with more than long deteriorated all-level English courses to help them. Whatever The plot is executed more efficiently than Grace did with some of her victims. Their gruesomeness escalates with particular lack of squeamishness as she dispatches one victim in a sauna and another in a sleazy sex salon. The book is clearly heading for its climax. The twist in the tale. So far, so dark. As I read, I flip to guess the ending mode. Readers complain if there's no twist to the ending, but what if there is no twist? Either Grace kills Simon or he gets away. Might he escape her retribution? Maybe kill her? I keep open that second possibility. Maybe based on her frequent mentions of her tiresome and nosy cellmate Kelly, someone who likes to chat too much. If you've stayed with me this long, you're likely to enjoy the book. You will have no reader's regret, and the twist is there at the end, not a completely satisfying one for me. But overall, I'm planning to pass on my copy and discuss the book with friends, a kind of dumbing-with-faint-praise evaluation. Maybe I will report back on the reactions I receive.